Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Forrest and Dr. Drew. Here we are. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around your computer and your iPhone because Dr. Drew and Bob are going to talk to Rob. <laughs> Rob, Rob <laughs> yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for coming in. Thanks. Great to be back in the old neighborhood. A reminder that we are brought by Bergamot Mega Plus and Aloe Recovery. Aloe Recovery Centers. That's out in Malibu. Just call, go to AlloRecoveryCenter.com and put your insurance in and come out to Malibu. Is that Is, one of the fancy ones? Yeah. Well, no, no it's not. It's... No. So you don't like it's, go there and they no. yoga and play no. tennis and stuff like no. that. No, no, you just sober. do groups Fruit juice. and get group. No. How about this? Yoga. It's no. a rehab center. I Massage. started. Where here's what you do: you go tennis. to groups. No. Once you graduate from groups, you get a job. If you don't get a job, get the fuck out. That's a good That's rehab. Good. Yeah. I like that. And yeah. is there anything on the website? That's a serious rehab. If people want to learn something, is there anything they need to? Is there any assessment processes or anything? Yeah, like that? you go on the website. I okay. think and there's like a figure it out type. All right. A, so A B C D type. Thing. I remember like a buddy of mine, uh, he's passed away now, David Carradine. He said to me, You know, I tried that AA for a while and then I realized something. I said, What? I like to drink. <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And he um, uh, liked to drink. And it was like when he realized I was never going to get really angry with him. He, because uh, when he was drinking, that's the thing is there, there are some, the older actors, some of them, not all of them, because there's a few of them, very famous ones I won't mention, but he's passed away. But like, they drink by noon, they start drinking, by five o'clock, they're done. <laughs> so Literally. If you, if you want to shoot night shoots with these guys, forget about it, because they're, you know. They're drinking uh, while they're working. Yeah, it starts about wow. noon for some of them, and then at five o'clock, it's like, woo! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and these are, and this is somebody that's dead now. Well, yeah, David Carradine's passed away. The other guys, the other couple that I know, they're still around. <laughs> still, one of them works all the time. Well, Peter O'Toole was one, I believe. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, all those guys. Too. It's almost tough being a Welsher. Uh, Welsh actor. <laughs> Do you just give a pass to the Welsh? Well, the Welsh actors, it's kind of like in their blood, you know. I mean, you, you had to. It's in their genes. Richard yeah. Burton. It's like that. It's all the Viking genes that get got in there. It's like you know John Wayne. They used to do that too back in the day. We just can't do it anymore. I felt sorry for that one guy. That young, uh, it was a young actor who first worked with the. I can't think of his name now. Um, John Barrymore. No, no, but just like no, worked with John Wayne, and like in the '60s, and then all of a sudden, when drinking, you couldn't drink anymore. He was he kept going. Harry Dean. Or no, 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 Harry Dean. Harry <laughs> Dean's still doing okay. <laughs> Harry Dean has very interesting philosophy. He said uh, this: our culture is just a, a, a non-enjoyment culture. <laughs> they don't let us. I mean, I've been drinking and smoking since I was 16. I'm fine, and he is fine. And he's uh, he's got a point. Yeah. He's got a point. It's the, the a non-enjoyment. We, we, society. It's a weird. It's a weird, judgy society that we're going. Yeah. People expect me or you, probably too, Bob, to be judgmental about people's using. I'm like, no, enjoy no. yourself. I don't care. Yeah, but if you have trouble, if we'll if help it's you. well, it becomes part of your. If, if it's interrupting your life, and more importantly, yeah. other people's lives but around isn't you. isn't it their right? That's the thing. Isn't it their right to interrupt their own life? As long, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's the weird we're thing. We've gotten away from it being is. free. I, I, agree yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It's just when it becomes other people's problems, yes. then that's a problem. Well, wait, the, well but here's the thing. I get the calls a lot that, you know, this friend of mine needs help, whatever. And I always say, does he want help? And they're yeah. like, well, no, that's why we're calling you. <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah, you're right. It <laughs> you has to, I mean? have to want help. And that's what's created the recovery industry in general, that. 
Whatever you call okay, but, that. But does that mean it works, though? Because, I mean, at, at a certain point, somebody, there, there is like that fine line of personal freedom, personal liberty. Yeah. And then also somebody where you have to make a judgment call on this person yes. and say, I got to throw in the towel. No, yeah, yeah course, no, but that's course. the thing. And you're a bad person if you do that in our society now. If you just say, listen, you know, I had so many friends. And you maybe don't want you upset did. them. I had so many friends say, Bob, I yeah. can't be around you. Yeah. I don't want to be around you anymore. Including me. That's what led that was up me. to me concluding I need to stop taking drugs. But if they, I don't think nowadays people do that to people. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it is a potential problem. When you have money, no. if that person has money, <laughs> there you then go. the money goes away, though, eventually, I think. And eventually, I mean... The people you have to change people because, like, yeah, I mean, in other words, you have to exchange those friends because those friends get burned out on you. All right, hold on, yeah. I, I got to promote a Rob show because I love your show. Uh, Thank you. A, I, I pulled him into Loveline and his wife because Thank the show was much. so good. It's on Netflix season two coming up. The Real Rob, uh, and the Real Rob is a real Rob production. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, top yeah. to bottom. We, and and who and it's so. Here's the comment. I don't think I even told you this explicitly. Susan and I are watching the show, and I'm like. Who is playing his wife? And I like we going on there and like and I'm thinking and I'm watching the credits and like casting by Patricia Tyner. Oh, his wife is doing the casting. And so like Patricia Tyner. He's about producing Patricia Tyner. And, I'm like, and wife Patricia Tyner. I'm like, oh my god, his wife is 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 playing his wife on the yeah, show, doing you. the casting involved. And 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 here's the comedy. You prepared for this? Yeah. Okay, I'll be honest. I go. I go. They overcasted the wife. She's too hot. <laughs> 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 is it above his station? I gotta tell I went, They overcasted. They overcasted. I gotta, I gotta, I I gotta find who she is. But but I, I, I gotta, gotta, gotta talk to his wife is doing the casting but I, she I, overcasted it i did so, i did get her a green card so I, that counts for we'll, something we'll tell the story about <laughs> this is an interesting story that's a great about being american well, I, which is tell tell story. she's mexican and she's, he had to and he had to go on his first date with her mom yeah well first oh. of all it's one of the things you never know what's going to happen in life they say I, my book that i i'm, I'm not going to bring out yet it's called zen what happens <laughs> and it, it is it's because what it is is like if you if you only think of, of your life and what is exactly happening right now, you got to know there's at least a thousand interpretations for everything that's happening to you at all times. Yeah. And if you can figure out 50 or 100, you're a genius. Most people think of like the most obvious ones. Yeah. So, in, for, for instance, I had this um, movie, Big Stan, which was like, well, I thought one of my best movies it's, that it's I ever It's sort of made. become a cult classic, it, hasn't People it? discovered yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a nice movie, and uh, it's been remade. Will Ferrell remade it and didn't give me any money. Nice. But, he, nice but it's Will. okay. I'm happy. And then uh, somebody else is going to remake it in Italy. Just it's a really good idea about a you know a rich asshole guy who has to go to prison. Is afraid of It's originally called Unrapeable. Josh, <laughs> Josh, Lee, Josh Lee wrote the original script. And uh, so anyway... Um, uh, so it, I just it, it was in a glut thing you did of with films Kevin, with Kevin. Uh, I did it name? with David Carradine, yeah, and I did it with M. Emmett Walsh, and uh, there's a lot of good actors in there, and uh, so. Um, Anyway, so what happened was um, it, it just didn't get out there. I, I just one of those movies yeah. where I could have got it released by MGM, but they weren't going to give any money, and I was already a couple of million bucks in. So I said, you know, I, this this guy who just won the Academy Award with this company, Crash, Bob Yari, said I'll release it, and then he went bankrupt and knew he was going bankrupt, and my movie got stuck for a year, and it just didn't get, didn't get a good release, and that just kind of happened. So I, wherever it was getting released wide, I would go support it: Spain, Australia, Mexico. Brazil and so I'm in Mexico and um, I'm doing these TV shows uh, and one of the t- and because of the, if this was <clears throat> a big production I probably would not have gone down there yeah 
So because I had to sell it ourselves, I'm doing every little TV show I could. And there's this one late night TV show called Guerras de Chistas. <laughs> means what? War of the Jokes. <laughs> and I see this beautiful little girl. In Mexico. In Mexico. You're in Mexico City. I'm, yeah, Mexico City. Yeah. I'm promoting the movie yeah. down there. Yeah. And uh, for this little production, from this little distributor. Uh, and I'm trying to just make sure that they get their money and blah, and I keep up, and it's, you know, because my movies do good down there. And anyway, so I'm doing these shows, and I see this little girl. And, you know, it's interesting in Mexico, it's such a warm culture. They kiss you hello, they kiss you goodbye. Sometimes they stab you, but they kiss you. <laughs> they kidnap they, you. They, they kiss, sometimes they <laughs> stick, stick you in a truck. But they, uh, so I just saw, and anyway, uh, this lady who was uh, this young producer. girl who was the producer, producer yeah. and she just, you know, gave me a kiss hello. Twice, so they kiss you on both sides, and it was just such a nice. I'm not used to getting kissed by a TV producer, yeah. And I it took it took me. I was struck by it, and also she's very beautiful. Um, Overcasted, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I do the show, and then I found out later that uh, she didn't want me on the show because I don't speak English. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't speak. I don't speak Spanish, oh, and so she was afraid that you know it was going to be a delay, and people would get bored and turn the channel. She wanted to keep her good ratings. Right. So anyway, they they forced her to have me thankfully for that and then i just uh it's just a show where guys go on and tell jokes and it's like it's the you know the biggest late night show in the mexico at that city. time in mexico yeah. city so anyway so i i really was you know the whole time i was doing the show i kept thinking about her <laughs> and then um the kiss no well just her just think kiss. about her <laughs> yeah so then anyway i'm about to leave and i find a reason to like delay it and there's like there's another interview I have to do, and I said, let's just do it here. So I'm kind of looking, waiting, and she's on the phone in the hall, you know, on the cell phone, and uh, kind of looking, maybe I should, you know, ask for a number, and I said, ah, it's going to sound creepy. So finally, I go out, and we leave, and I kind of feel depressed, like I, did, I blew it. Here's my opportunity. I said, ah, and I, then I said, um, uh, don't leave, and I wrote down on this thing, I said, my email, and I said, my, I said, I would love to have you, uh, and I said, Come to Los Angeles and have dinner with me, blah blah blah, and you know, and and then I, um, I had somebody run it back into her, and then I waited, and waited, <laughs> and waited, and I waited to like, uh, and then uh, there was a premiere, and she came to the premiere, but it was such a you know premiere I never saw her, so um, that night in Mexico City, so I waited and I waited and I waited, and then finally um, I got an email, uh, she she gave me a. a an, an email, like a couple of weeks later, just saying, you know, hi, blah, blah, blah. And then I said, come to Los Angeles. And I said, whatever you want to do, which I just, you know, just, just come down here. I'll fly you. We'll have dinner because I still have dinner. How do I have dinner with you? You live in L.A. So anyway, she ended up coming. Uh, and I said, well, you know, uh, I'm going to come with my mother. I said, well, yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> so I said, bring my mother. I said, bring your mother. So her mother came off the plane. And then her brother was at the airport too, who lived, lived in Los Angeles. At wow! The time. Gave her a phone just in case this guy's creepy or whatever. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, anyway, we just gave her uh, a phone, just in an case emergency phone. An emergency phone. Guess <laughs> a raper or something. Yeah, exactly. So, but what happened? And then uh, we went out that night to the Magic Comedy. Well, not Magic. We went to the Magic Castle. Oh, and, I love uh, that. Had place. a nice dinner, yeah. saw a show, took her around. I had flowers all over the house. And what flower the, what petals. would mom do during the dinner? Uh, she was great. She was just totally. She didn't speak a word of English. <laughs> She was great. She was translated. She was lovely, though. And she liked me because she, she, thank God she saw my movies and everything. And I just told her mother in my, you know, whatever my broken Spanish, I said, you know, I'm, I'm serious. And I said, I, I only uh, mean respect, be serious for your daughter. And then. Um, date one. Date one, yeah. And I said, I'm not messing around. I would never have gone to the trouble to fly you guys here <laughs> but then um and she flew a couple of times back and forth they didn't freak her out that you were being like that on date one 
Um, the mom or the girl? The, no, the, the girl mom heard it. I just thought, I said I knew I had serious intentions. Mm-hmm. I said if this develops this into something, my my intentions are, are clean. I'm, your point, point is, I'm clean. I'm, I'm motivated from a good place. I am. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's up. Yeah. It's completely in your hands. But yeah. I'm saying if this goes to the next level, I'm in, and I'm all in. And I said, just just you know that I uh, and I'm and I, and I kept my word. And sure enough, what happened was she came for us. Said, you got to move here. She moved. Here. She didn't like it. She moved back. It was about two or three times because it wow. was like it's a big cultural change. Yeah. But just the, just imagine just the. What kiss. did she notice the most difference between Mexico City and L.A. The coldness of it and the like the the people just they don't hug and kiss like they do. So it's like there's a little bit of a competitiveness. The, the no, 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 distance. distance. It's not as warm. It's what funny. My, my, it's Los Angeles too. My son complains about it. He lived in Nashville for a long time and he was like, out here it's just, oh, the distance. Jesus. No one, yeah. no one's in contact with each other. It is. You know, what happens? What do you I, equate that? What, why do you think well, that is? Because I, I think we I live very, here and we don't know, but other people... If you have your friends, if you've lived here yeah. for a while, that's fine. But what, what LA is, LA is, it's not a center of yeah. a place. Like, you don't have, they have centers of town where people go, yeah. and, and like, even New York, you'll, you'll have, you know, it can be cold in New York, but you have to have conflict with people and yeah. conflict. You don't make friction from non-friction. You make it from friction. You make smooth from friction is what I'm trying to say. We're either we're either in a car surrounded by, we're yes. by a car you, or, or in surrounded a by a yard in a in a home and it's it's all distance. It it's, does hurt your interaction with people. And like yeah. I said, you know, what makes something smooth mm-hmm. is an interaction is is the friction. And so so uh, and then also um you know, she was far more active there. Like I don't, I don't go out and party and stuff. Like that. I was in my my, my mid 40s by the time we met and I was like I was over all that. And now they're having their second kid. Awesome. Yeah, I was, but then, then when like, when but she didn't like you when? in a month in a month. Okay, August. So, no, in the in, yeah. well, sep- in September. It'll probably be early August, early September. I'm having a kid so, August twenty third oh, really? or before. Get them oh. together. Wow, so awesome. Okay, <laughs> so how old's your wife? She, how old is she? Thirty. Yeah. How's she doing? She, she was vomiting a lot. Does she? she now that's gotten better, but now just the. The leg. How about the a foot will just come through. out and yeah. go yeah, across yeah. the belly? Hey, how about I was just like, what was that, Bob? Bob, <laughs> isn't that amazing, Bob? Six legs. <laughs> I'm pointing at my wife. Going pointing at different wow. directions. Six legs. Like, like look like and aliens coming to come out. You can see a foot just go right wow. across his stomach. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's fantastic. Yes, yeah, uh, we legs. didn't plan on it. What happened? What happened though was because <laughs> we had the one kid, and where I, I really wanted another one, but it wasn't. I wasn't going to force it. I feel like I'm in bonus territory <laughs> with her anyway, and with the with the, our little daughter Miranda. And I said, but, you know, we should think about having her. You know, we don't want to have being an only child and what that's going to be like and what she's going to be and uh, you know He's she's going to feel alone. Old man Rob. So I'm saying you don't have that. kids from another marriage. So I have I have a 27 year old. But me too. I have a 29 year old. So this is, this is perfect. We have the same thing. You have a sister. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> she does. So th- what? Uh, anyway, and I, I kept kind of you know putting the points out there. Well, we should maybe have it. You know, think about it. And she goes, "No, that's it." You know, and she would always bring up her friends. You know, I got a friend Alvaro, and he's got no problems. He's a he's he loved being an only child, and that's it. You know? no. And then one <laughs> night, though, one night, she said, "You know, maybe." It's something we should think about because I think she thought about it and said we should maybe try to have another. Child. And that night she got pregnant. And wow. you're, you're, That's how fertile Mexicans are. I was saying, <laughs> but your ethnicity is Filipino and uh, and Russian and German. German, Russian, it's a weird combination. How many forms dad, of alcoholism are in those cultures? Uh, well, you know what's interesting? Uh, my dad, uh, there Mostly was ger- the there was gambling in my family. My dad's mother's side. Horrible gamblers who lost everything. They owned downtown New Orleans. Downtown New Orleans, wow. five blocks uh, of downtown. Is New that Orleans. where you grew up? And they no, uh, I didn't. I grew up in San Francisco, Seal Beach. But that was my mother. That was on my grandmother's side. Of right, the Seal Beach. 
that what they called that area uh, you grew up yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful yeah. up there, yeah. yeah. But remember the used to remember, remember the amusement park used to be at Seal yes, Beach. Well, that's right, well, it, and it burned down, right? Well, actually, just if the weather was so crappy in San Francisco, no one would go. People just wouldn't go, so it would only be open for like a month. Okay. Like it was packed. Did you ever go to the Fun House? That, yes, the wooden Fun House. Yeah, I okay. So this is the I, I was there when I was a kid. Yeah, and it's it's like something lost in time, <laughs> yeah. right? It's this weird spooky, I all wood, but but scary in that because it's like very scary. If you were gonna do a creepy movie about you'd shoot a, it, there. you'd shoot it there because it was it, gloomy House of yes, Mirrors. And, yes, what and happened wood. to those wooden things? Because some okay. of those exist. No. So we were in Sydney, Australia last week, yeah. And uh, and I'm still jet lagged and fucked up because that. But but I was looking. At, we were in a building. I was looking over the bridge. I go, oh my god, what is that on the side of the bridge? It's an amusement park that is, looks exactly like the Seal oh, Beach, really? and they have a fun house in there called Coney Island. <laughs> I said we have to go in this thing. I'm telling you, there's a place in Seal Beach outside San Francisco. Oh, this. there you go. Was there it is up the on 20s. the screen. Yeah, this is the yeah. place. This is where we went. Look, let's show you some oh. pictures. Wait. Show, show you the end. That's the inside of the fun house. Oh, yeah. Doesn't that look familiar? Yeah, Sex tester. Yeah. <laughs> it's still not as creepy. The, the mirror. Not as creepy. It's a little more no. open than the one. It's a giant slide inside. Oh, yeah. The giant that's slide. right. Yeah. And look at the weird stuff on the walls. Look at all that. Skiing. But these are all. Th- and that, Remember that thing that was Oh, yeah. Around? You slide and yeah. you spin off yeah. to the. Yeah. Yeah. And Susan with more weird whatever. <laughs> Did you grow up in the Bay Area or you just visited? No, there? just visited. And I, was I, your, look, these are the old pictures of it. Is your mom drew from the Bay Area? No, she's Philadelphia. Oh, Susan took lots of great pictures. I'm so glad you wow. did. There it is. Coney that, Island Funny Land. And remember the laughing lady out in front of yes. me? Yes. <laughs> that was the creepiest thing of creepiest all. Creepiest thing of all. They, they had yeah. a giant like cloud going, oh, look at the entrance. Wow. How crazy is, is that? Creepy. Luna Park. Yeah. That's, That's the thing about circus thing. thing is the other side of circus is that it's happy it's to creepy. be the circus, but it's yeah. very it's demonic bridge. and creepy. Yes, it is. Isn't that weird? That's uh, all Sydney's. But thing. I think that's the two sides to uh, to life. You so never find good. a one sided coin. You'll always see a two sided coin. It's interesting because I was just I, f- I forget what I was um, uh, I was just reading. I think it was Norm Macdonald's uh, I think Norm Macdonald's book, and he's just he got a book. He sent me the before they printed book, and he was talking about this uh, cat and that he saw because this little cat that he would always pet when he was a little kid, and then he saw that cat catch and kill a mouse, and he realized you know. Things aren't what they, they're not exactly what they seem. Right. Or what you, what, just you, what, what you project upon them. Yeah. That's what a lot of it is, too. Yeah. And um, Norm is so funny. Do you know Fred Stoller, too? Yeah. You know, Fred's a good friend of ours. And he, I went and saw them act. And Norm does this bit. He goes, Oh, I, I he goes, I love, he goes, he goes, um, Everything about Bill Cosby, I've always modeled myself out of Bill Cosby. I love Bill Cosby. He's so funny. I like everything about him other than his humor. Anyway, so, <laughs> other than his comedy, I like everything about him. <laughs> well, that's just it. As a, you know, I really admire Norm because he's one of those guys who takes a – not afraid to show like – the sociopathic side of yes, him. Yes, that's and right. Because I, th- I think like entertainers in them- of themselves have that. There's a Trump, a little bit of Trump in them. Well, there's. I would say that there is what there's the, the, the normal boundaries of behavior get a little bit like what we talked about earlier with like almost, uh, you would know more about this, than that, but like drug addict behavior. In other words, you're allowed to do more things because you're famous or get away with more. And so, and you don't have to, your personality can kind of dissolve and evolve and, and, and just kind of be more chameleon-like. That and, used to be, but I think now with the political correctness and the attacks through Twitter, everybody's not saying what they're they really They're definitely called on things, but I don't mean that as far as political statements and stuff like that. I'm just talking no, about just like behavior. Bob, Bob, I would give you crap. 
I always give you crap about being antisocial, and I think that's what he's talking about. It's sort of the antisocial impulse. Yeah, you know, that sort of, impulse, yeah. but it's being held back now. Say, uh, uh, I don't no. know how you feel about spanking, but we talked about spanking. You have a 27-year-old. You probably had a moment with yeah. him or her. Yes. You can be put in jail. You can have your kids taken away from you. People can attack you. You can you can not find work. All from and that paranoia that well, I exists. Think what happens? I, think. So, I mean, when, that's the. I don't really like the definition of when they say the nanny state because I think that's overused. But I do think that um, what it is, you have to look at things historically, Bob. Because if you yes. look at things historically, there was a uh, there was no protection for women. Let's say 150 years ago, and maybe now there's a swing back towards women in the state of California, you get half, which seems to be, maybe that's not fair if you're the guy or if you're the girl that makes the money, but it's more fair than what it used to be. It's a compensation for what it used to be. For what it used to be. And the same thing with, with the um, uh, with the punishment of, of children. So I think right now... The before, pendulum. It's a pendulum. Yeah, and swings. it is swinging. And, yeah. and, and first of all, it is not swinging equally because I will tell you what, you have, um, you still, you have like maybe a friend of mine, Danny Spann, is a... Um, Terrific comic, but he's also, uh, he works, and he's a social worker. And he says, I just don't have enough time. He said, my work schedule is so much. I have so many kids. I can only do, I just can cling on to the ones that I think I can help. Yep. And the other ones I keep an eye on. That's right. So there's a lot happening out there. So I think what you're hearing is you're hearing that exaggerated uh, story uh, akin to when the woman got her crotch uh, burned by the, the coffee. coffee the weird thing about that was she really was burned by that coffee. Yeah. That wasn't like a... a, a some sort of, uh, you know, Concocted. A, a silly lawsuit. She, her, I mean, she really like it, like really burned her vagina and burned her, to, <laughs> it burned things together. If you might find me, I'm telling you, it was like scolding, and she was really hurt by it. So she needed and, compensation for the. Medical she needed it, but what happens is you have the what Noam Chomsky talks about in the manufacture of consent. You have like the great big media that just uh, it's like a wrecking ball, and it's just moving constantly, and so we never find out. You just hear the first superficial part of that story. Oh yeah. It's a woman suing because her, her, her yeah, coffee weird, was too hot. The weird headline, yeah. But you never go back to find out and take a look at her medical records. You go, yeah, she's fucked up forever. <laughs> you know, and so it's it's the same thing that happens with, um, you know, when you, when you say about people. And, and first of all, I'm just saying beating. I think people are holding back and and not giving their opinion because of the the bombardment they're going to get. And I think that, you know. Where does this all lead to? Somebody needs to fight back. I think the Norm McDonald's of the world, I want to fight back. Well, that's why, I think but, we need to fight but back. But Norm is like a sociopathic person. If I, I told Norm, you'd be a master criminal if you weren't a comedian. This <laughs> is the way he thinks. On, well, were you on SNL with him? Was you on yeah, I was. Yeah. Like, he said a joke to me that says to me, if he did a psychological, and I don't know, I'm a psychologist, you know, but you tell me. He says a joke to me that it's like, shows that he has sociopathic <laughs> or definitely pathological lying tendencies. He said, you ever find yourself uh, uh, in the <laughs> middle of a lie and you ask yourself, uh, wait a minute, there's no possible way I can benefit from this lie. <laughs> Why am I lying? Yeah, yeah. Liars do that. Liars think that. Said, hey, <laughs> did you see Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, yeah, but like, yeah, you just, what happens, what I think is interesting is it's interesting. That's drug addict lying. They lie to get think, high sometimes. But all I'm yeah. saying is. Well, they I lie think, to constantly because also they have to lie because they're why, building up a layer of defense. It's why they steal. But yes. shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't part of Trump's phenomena is he doesn't give a fuck. And and he doesn't give a fuck well, in the craziest of ways. He's 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 been willing to 
destroy his campaign time and time again if you consulted professionals or media experts or whatever well, and he's but, done it but he's making headway on the i don't give a fuck that's where he's that's where he's getting his momentum from well, that, again that, that that feeling you know but i think it strikes a chord with people finally people yeah, the are not back. being cautious yeah 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 right that's, and and say fuck right. you i i lived for six, six years holding my tongue about things that i wanted to talk about because i didn't want it to reflect badly on drew because i can <laughs> say nice the craziest you. shit <laughs> yeah. you know I've what looked, i mean i've noticed like, your facebook feed lately by yeah, the way. i can say the craziest shit no but this is back in the day yeah, when yeah. i would go to get pizza on hollywood boulevard and tmz would follow me and want to say something every culture and here's the thing about my, this is what i'm talking about in my book there has never been a culture. There has never been a, a country. There's never been a time where people didn't think at that particular time they were the most modern. Yes. In other words, that's right. they always think that they're most advanced. That's and, true. And, and we're thinking we're more advanced, whereas every culture has thought that in the past. And every culture has also said these kids today yes. or this culture today. That's true. Well, so what happens is it isn't necessarily um, – it's you're now having more of a narrow – uh, not I would say cynical view. You're having a more specific view to things that irritate you. That whereas when you're youth, you kind of are more accepting of of all things. Yeah. You're still trying to figure out what it is you like. Yeah. So in other words, that's like portrait of an artist as a young man. You know, uh, uh, James Joyce. It's like you don't. When I, when, I, when I was a, a boy and I went and saw a movie. I didn't say it was a good movie or a bad movie. I was happy to see any movie. You don't have a critical eye to things. Wait, what has that reflect on Portrait of an Artist? Well, that Portrait just, of an Artist that was just all about guilt and shame. And he well, was no, so Portrait of an Artist was and, he, and anxious all the time. It and, is a boy who realized he's more sensitive than these other boys. Yes, he realized he was true. able to look at things and reflect on it, and just like what the difference between at least any, he felt like he was. He felt, yeah, and because we, we know it was James Joyce, <laughs> yeah. we we know he was. It was but, him, but, but but any young male can relate to it because you all feel can. that way. Yeah. But you do. But what happens is the difference between a writer and what that what that is able to communicate is a writer knows himself a little bit more than ever, than than most people who don't write, and that is a huge advantage. And so what you're able to do is when somebody reads, uh, you know, or Joyce, watches Real Rob, or watches, <laughs> you see yourself, and you can explore how you would react in a certain situation. So coming back to Bob, your point about it's, I'm not saying it's becoming more cynical i'm saying you're becoming the specificity of the life choices that you're making now are because you have come from a place of experience and you've lived a life and you've seen stuff that you like and you don't like and you're able to make these choices now the difference is you don't want to make the people who make those choices for other people that's right let me expand on that it's just like the people with political correctness and the thing that you talked about earlier is again an overreaction for people who were wrongly uh, agree. You know, yeah. uh, judged. Pe- people were judged. Okay, and, and, the and example wrong. being Roger Shame. Ailes, not my favorite person. Should Roger Ailes have to resign this week yes. out yes. of accusations? They're just accusations. No, but it doesn't matter. He has no. it, nothing's been because prosecuted. it's accusations from people of people who who uh, are prone to hyperbole. Yeah, and also you, you know, so when when people who he for got, twenty he, years didn't say a fucking but, thing. But that's for true. One thing. But he didn't get fired until. Uh, Megan uh, Kelly, Kelly yeah. came out, and, and let's, let's be fair, fired and handed sixty million dollars. So let's not be too let's feel <laughs> well, too bad know, about Roger. Don't, you don't, I don't feel bad about him, yeah. and also it's like there's. I'm not there, saying I feel bad about him. I'm saying that is now that is another the, positive that is now the standard. Accusations lose get you job. resign, Th- lose right. job. Ten Wasserman at the DNC okay, is going to be resigned can by you, tomorrow but morning. Bob, but Bob, deservedly so. But Bob. Can you remember another time in history where people lost jobs over accusations? Think about that historically. When has there been a time when people went, you're a, and you lose your job immediately? 
Well, I would say 1940. During the days in the 50s. McCarthyism. McCarthyism and then Nazi Germany. It's political correct McCarthyism is what it is. It's a new McCarthyism, yeah. It's a different political platform using... There's a perfect example. Wasserman and Ailes. was justified. But we don't know that. No, McCarthyism was justified by people's group opinion. And that's the thing but that's about that's what's it. happening now. So you have people's group opinion, but yeah, at the same time... they believe somebody's time, a racist, they believe somebody's sexist, they believe somebody's But whatever. I do think, like, for the Roger Ailes thing, I do think that it is just... They could have done a trial, they could have done some inner investigation, yes. but I do think at the end of the day, he just said, okay, I'm out. Yeah. You're right. right. That's right. And, and I do think that is right, because I think for years and years and years and years and years, and still happening, happening, women are still getting sexually harassed, yes, yes. still getting bothered, and this is a check... To say, hey, listen, guys, you're not even going to get a trial if this comes up. So this shows yeah, but, but that, there was a power abuse. But I believe it's because Rob, he's weak now, he's how, old, and he has no value to them. Well, they didn't no. do it 20 years ago when no. he was building an empire. But well, listen, I, I don't th- agree th- with There may you. be something to that, or it's just the fact that now women are empowered to do it. It's yeah. also it's a coincidence. But, but, but think how it can run amok, though. Anybody yeah. can accuse anybody of anything now. That's true. No, you're right. And there's there's the check and balance again. Yeah. It's going to come back. I was just listening to a show that I was on. This is like, I know I've been in show this long. When I turn on Howard Stern, and there was the Butterface comp contest. Oh, I just heard from that. 2004, <laughs> and I'm yeah. one of the judges there. And I'm telling you, we would oh. not have that today. No, no, you wouldn't have that today. Because I, I heard it. I heard a promo for it, and I cringed. Yeah, I, I thought. But oh, ten man, years shouldn't. ago, and we try to justify it even then by saying, "Well, they they want they can win twenty five thousand. But yeah. that's that's just just the a, a justification. It's like paying for a hooker. Well, she's taking the money. <laughs> yeah, but there must be something in her in her background, some damage, some you know set her up for this. That set her up for this. And so, but I'm saying so there is and like and like we also the word faggot was used. Mm, like a, in one of the things, the f word I say now. It's yeah, but the f word. At the same time, you can't time, use it. Yeah, but what happens though? There has to be a pushback to the pushback. And what I'm saying is, when you start to diminish language, even Extreme, even even hateful language, when that becomes a no use, then you really are diminishing that language. Is there a benefit from it? You know, in other words, in Mexico, you can no longer use the word uh, um, for faggot. In Mexico, is um, God, what is the word? Text home. Text no, 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 home no. right now. No, no, no. Text it, home. <laughs> no, it's called. Um, it's called. Medicon. Okay. Medicon. Yeah, well, uh, butterfly is mariposa. Medicon is fag. And the thing is, they won't let you use that anymore. You can't say it. What they're using in its place is princesso. Princesso. <laughs> it's like it's the same thing. <laughs> but it, you know what? But there are hateful things. Because like, what happens up, and for people who don't realize, and for heterosexuals, Mostly who have not been discriminated against, don't have a problem, didn't have that fear of their of alienation from their family, hating them or potentially getting rid of them, which is a real thing in the gay community. Not in that far distant past. I mean, literally. Or kids like up in Northern California, where I grew up, right across the bay, Hayward, which is my way be. If you cross the bay in San Francisco, it's Alabama. You know, yeah. really, it's like Arkansas. It's a real hey, difference. Hey, Fremont. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there were these kids up there, and this one boy dressed up like a girl and kissed a couple of boys, and they were all fine with it, and they knew blah, blah, blah. And then he, and then some other people told about it. And then they, uh, they felt, you know, they had to weird. do something about oh, that geez. because they felt like they're man, you man. And Ugh. they beat that kid and killed oh, that kid. Oh, my God. So I'm saying, so while there is a, 
you know, political correctness. I'm saying that an awareness, even if it is, even if it is an overcorrectness, is important. But and that's why I defend political correctness. Hang on, how you, you use the word? People, you just used it. And people strike. I used it because I, I think you, I think you have to use it, but you, you cannot use it in a derogatory form anymore. I'm using it in an educational way. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. people, I am. But I, I have friend, My black friends argue that you, the N word should never be used because it's. Well, just I so disagree flow. with that as well. I mean, and I, I say it just. It, Lenny Bruce had an opinion about the N word. Yes, and so did like you know to me like uh, a friend of mine, Dick Rager. Why I why I feel like all you have to use all language because to suppress it is to bring its value, is to is to increase its its potency. I, I, I would argue though that I will leave that to people for whom that language is hateful for them to okay. use. Okay, well, the like time Dick being. Gregory said this. He said like he called his book nigger. including including homosexuals. If they want to use the effort, fine. Okay. Not for me to use. All right, I did take it out of my act. There was like because yeah. I had a joke about it because talking about the power of the words and people just couldn't get past the yeah, they couldn't get they into the get... idea. But like well, Dick Gregor called his book nigger. And he said, um, and he said, because it's in the Lenny Bruce way to diminish the power. He said, Mom, this way, next time, don't feel bad when somebody uses that word. They're just publicizing my book. <laughs> and, and I really found that powerful. Well, Pryor, yes. Pryor used it like crazy. And he Pr- did. And I've got to say, I'm offended by it in the sense because I know how much hate is behind it. With but Pryor. No, I'm offended by its overuse now. Pryor was able to get away with it in a way because, first of all, I I was younger and I was not as objective about it. I was cynical. That's right. And also, you know, I I was just admired him as just this incredible artist. And his stuff, his stuff, I swear to God, stands the test of time. Like nothing comes out. He's the greatest stand-up performer ever. It literally comes out like like Will Rogers or something, like poetry. When you listen to him now, it's like his characters were so fluid and so real, and he. you know, it, like people who are stand-ups now don't even realize they're stealing from yes, the I guy know. who stole from the guy who yeah. stole from the guy yeah, who stole. Yeah, yeah. And he was literally like the his stand-up performance, the first one that was taped in Long Beach in the 70s, was actually an accident that it was taped. They literally put the cameras, got five cameras together, and they just happened to film it, and it was just incredible. That is the, um, the to me, the statue of David of stand-up comedy. Yep. And everyone is still basically doing that same thing. They yep. have not improved on it that much. Yep, I agree with you. I, and you it, it, but it really looks sounds more like, when you listen to it now, it's funny as hell still, but it's more poetry. It's more... Well, there's uh, a the logic story. is there. The, the logic is there behind all this well, stuff. Let's talk That's about what comedy for a second. There's a Louis C.K. thing about the word faggot in his routine before last, right? Where he says that that doesn't mean homosexual and where I come from. It means right, well, you're being a well, Louis is one of those right? rare That's guys. The same bit as Lenny Bruce. Okay, the same bit as Richard Pryor. It is. It is. It is. But it's okay though because he's putting his own thing on it. And and and, and I Louis C.K. is doing something really interesting and exciting. And I got to say, it's one of the things about doing stand up. What got me back doing stand up again was Chris Rock, and he was just saying, "Hey, you could be the best at this." And I was like, well, if he thinks that, then I got to give it a shot. But the thing about stand-up is there's always been great stand-ups like Pryor and, you know, Carlin. And there's been, you know, you know Dick Gregory and uh, yeah, Lenny Gregory. Bruce. But there was, there's never been as many at their peak at the same time as right now. Louis C.K. is doing a very fascinating, interesting thing with his stand-up. What Louis C.K. is doing is he's getting people to question their own morality through his own lack of morality. Right. But but maybe he always says yeah. maybe. maybe the peanut thing? Yeah, the peanut thing? Of, you know the peanut thing? Babies. But yeah. that is his yeah. thing. Yeah. The peanut the, He gets thing? into it. That bit? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that before I saw that bit. <laughs> like at a certain point 
Well, that's it. Maybe they're, not, maybe they're supposed the to die in the funeral. Maybe God is telling <laughs> yeah. us something. But you don't know the bit? Uh, I, it's I, about I peanut allergies and how no kids can eat peanuts if one kid's allergic to peanuts. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I know it's a good law and it's a good rule and it's good for the that, that precious child, but well that is here. that is also a, a, you know to me that's a, a brilliant way of looking at that this problem because we have to look at it and we do have an array of problems uh, with um with children that we never had before we have a, just a, an incredible amount and people have to start whether it's through humor or whatever we have to start looking at this and trying to come up with what's happening we have it's one of the things neither democrat uh, you know Hillary Clinton or Trump is Neither not talking about anything. Give a fuck about Another, anything. No, they don't. But we have to. If you want to improve people's lives, improve their health. You know, if you want to improve their chance for employment, get them healthy. Yeah, we have dude, a we, real. We have a mental health problem that's so massive. That's it's we do. Yeah, that's, I, that's the part I think it's missing right now. But I and, do think you can't just drug it. You have to deal. No, with of it. course. Like, you have, we have to deal with it with like and straight down the line. And it's interesting because when, when some of the early shows I did with you, you opened up my mind to like how it works and how uh, a sick kid in a community, like for instance, a molested kid, okay. it's like the flu. Yeah, it just spreads and it catches on. Yeah, yeah. And there are these communities that that have this, and then when you have like, um, and then it goes across generations too. And, and and so you you really have You're to seeing it all culminate right now. Yeah, he's he's dealing with it with the younger generation like crazy. So one of the things I've recognized is that, and part of my political correctness resistance is in parenting too. It's a, it's okay. a helicopter parenting leads to children at sixteen or seventeen when they're supposedly okay to go be on their own. They don't know how to be on their own because somebody's always been over their shoulder for eleven years telling them which way to go, what to do, which way, what appointment we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so I moved out of LA just to get away from it, to get back to Claremont, to some place where kids can play in the street and parents don't run around chasing them and, and it's really interesting uh, kind of difference well, uh, just well, 50 miles away but 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 uh, i would say though it's still the it, it's it, you would think you're protecting them that way but usually it, you know from what from the dozens and dozens and dozens of shows i've done on loveline it's the people that you know that end up being the ones the molesters it's the uncle it's the friend you, yeah. you're 100% sure yeah. of so there's no guarantee of I'm it i'm not even talking right. about molestation i'm talking about in general Equipped for the world. Let's are, call, a parent's job is to yeah. equip yes, yes. the the, the yeah. child for the world, and they're not equipped. Okay, so so what would you say? So there's an overprotection the parents have now. Well, we need yeah. to stop bullying each other in parenting. That's one thing. This political correctness bullying. If you decide to spank, the idea would be if I have friends that want to spank their children, that's fine. I, that's their choice and their their opinion. I don't need to get them arrested or shame them in public or do all the things that our 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 society does to people. It, it's like a majority rules everything. And they're going to burn the White House down, tyranny, just like they did. Tyranny yes. of the majority. Yeah, that, the, well, we are having that. I mean, I do believe that we're becoming, as, as uh, you know, I do think things are getting better and more progressive in America. I do think we're sliding towards fascism. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That's, that's a strange dichotomy. No, I do that. think, like, what did Bernie, book. here's, I'm a <laughs> cynic. I'm a cynic. What did Bernie get promised? <laughs> this morning to go on nationwide television and say, hey, you know, Minimum I know wage. it was slanted against me. I know it was saying against me, but we need to defeat Trump. What did he have to do? Go, what did he get promised going Pro, into minimum this? Minimum wage, and that's it. What? The minimum wage hike. 15 bucks an hour 20, or 10? Well, he's going to get... 10 or 15. It depends. They're going to leave it up to the states, but they're going to encourage it. They can't make that federal. You can't. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. It's but, 20 in Australia. 
Well, you know what though, and everything's more expensive in Australia, yeah. but it's worth it because the way I say it to my, I say it to my audience. You know, when I'm performing now, I talk about we have to have a, um, and like when I say we're sliding in fascism, I'll get into that. But what we're doing, <laughs> things are becoming better. People are becoming aware of, of the discrepancy in wealth. Right. So, so, so your point being that even though we're sliding into fascism, there's been a net benefit that we'll pull back from. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. But it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be, uh, it's going to have to be the people standing up for it. And, and uh, the one thing that is interesting about, like, I don't agree with it completely of, of just, you know, just going into the streets and striking. And so I think some of it, but you have to, to make a change. Like the difference no, is we but, need to suffer you may not, now in order may, for but, the great change to happen. And on. I wanted Saunders to break the convention. Hey, this listen, is horrible. You guys, what happened. You guys but he, he's part be, of the process. You, that may be Trump. No. What Trump may be, what your maybe the great pushback. You can't determine what the pushback is going to be. No, or what it's going to look prediction. like. That's watch true. It. If you we're guys, alive, if we're alive four or eight history. years from now, look watch this prediction. Yeah, watch this prediction. Clinton gets the nomination, becomes president. Same old, same old, same old. Kick the can down the road. What's to come next? It's going to be after, after Trump. Trump. Let me tell you what. It's going to be frightening, <laughs> yeah. and that's going to win. Well, no, no, no. Let me tell you what. That's going to win. I got news for you. Clinton is going to lose. Trump is going to win. You guys have to wake up to the fact that this is going this to is, happen. This is the pushback then. This is well, and let me tell you, I I have traveled this country more oh, I know. in Every, the last three years. I and the with, one thing I no. and I asked them all, I said, "What would you rather have?" And she said, "Trump." Trump. And I go, "Why?" And we said, "What?" And, and, and I'm not a Clinton why? friend. I said, "Go why?" Yeah. And they said, "What?" It's it, we have to they're try something sick different. Of this yeah. Shit. yeah, they're sick Which of this shit. Yeah, they're sick of this shit. And here's the thing: it's like network. I work in Remember Temecula two the days a week. Network. I'm sick of this shit. I'm not going to take it anymore. They, they are not going to go with the know that the, the, the know that they know. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to go with the devil. They know this time. They're not. And I'll tell so you why what, doesn't Saunders break the convention? Because then? because he realizes that that'll he, make things to worse. have an impact. There is you can't do no, it outside the, the two party uprising. system. That's what I want. If you want to break the, the two party system, the people that were gravitating towards Clinton will go towards Bob, Saunders. Let me just say this: Bob. If you want to break the two party system, you can do it. Would you? The way to really break the two party system is to is if Trump gets in there and then he has to get kicked out because he's a psych he's psychotic, <laughs> and then he breaks down. Because what's happening is I like that plan. I, well, me, I can go with that. No, let me tell you what's happening. What ha- what's happening is like, and, and I'm not. It's not my. I didn't come to this conclusion. It's just Noam Shamsky again. It's you're having a president that is never supposed to have these kind of powers before, and that they're emperor powers. But they were created by President Obama. Well, not just uh, Obama. Bush, Bush did Bush it too. Bush too. Yeah, but, but, Obama, but every but ne- administration but takes some, advantage of it. But then they, they don't take get it away. That you... The Democrats won't take it away, and yeah. the Republicans won't take because it benefits them you're when right. they get in. You're, you're right. So what has to happen is you have to make, and what I really, what people in America don't realize is that America's political structure, the political system, is the one of the oldest that's existing outside of monarchical I think, system. I think it's brilliant, though. It's it's an absolutely archaic system. Mm, It is. I think it's brilliant, though. But every 20 years, Jefferson said this, every 20 years you need to go back and see if it's working. Right now, the executive is out of whack. Jefferson did And you have the Congress that's completely bought out. You have the Congress that's bought out by by the lobbyists. And they no longer, you know, when 93% of the population wants labeling for genetically modified organisms because they don't know what the heck it is, and it still passes Congress and the president still signs it, then you no longer have a government that is is of the people, by the people, for the people. Trump being saying the one he's going to break all that. He was the one saying. I don't think he knows how. (laughs) He hasn't said how. That's for sure. Well, first of all, I'm so moderate. I'm just moderate. I'm watching all this with great like. Well, I mean, I am watching it because uh, I think you have to melt. You you have have, no idea. You have to burn burn the house down and rebuild the house. If you were Bernie Sanders and those WikiLeaks things came out, 
and it was against you the whole time, what would you do? Because I know what I would do. Uh, well, I would walk into that hall tomorrow and go, fuck you. But yeah, but what, that's your emotional thing. But yeah. what are you trying to accomplish? Right. Here's a guy 74. Because well, no, 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 he, no, let me ask you, let me ask you. That's your that's emotional what I'm saying. response. He got promised no, something. No, but so what doesn't matter? It doesn't matter. I'm saying What's to you, what is to you break have to the two party system, and that's how it will break. No, but that's not his goal. His goal is to improve the lives of the working people. That is it. There's no his, way his life it without is, that is to get hurt. representation. You have to get a government that once again is afraid of the people, right. and you don't have that. I got to take a break. Uh, <laughs> I want to remind people on that note about our friends at Bergamot Mega Plus. It's a nutritional supplement that's uh, full of polyphenols, which is a really, uh, again, I'm persuaded this is an excellent way to handle cholesterol issues if indeed you have those sorts of problems. Uh, it is a natural statin. It's uh, HMG CoA reduction. Way inhibitor. better than those other ones. Well, I that know, poison your liver. Mm, they can. I, I take a statin. Not this one. No, not this one. This is a polyphenol. It raises HDL. It also has uh, good effects on the um, uh, metabolic syndrome, which is again increased abdominal fat, high cholesterol, high blood sugar, high triglycerides, high blood pressure. Something I suffer from too. Can I? But, by the way, I'm going to hook you up with that because I, I I bought. Uh, this vitamin company now. The, okay. guy's, the guy's working for me, basically. Okay. You have to... Do you have a polyphenol product? <laughs> I, uh, well... You get uh, in with these guys. This is, this, I've looked at this research. It is quite good. Well, let me just tell you, like for, for certain things now that have been absolutely uh, been helpful for people with um, rheumatoid arthritis, mm-hmm. uh, you know, diabetes too, is just helping it through more natural ways. Like, okay. like this sounds as, like... As so this, is that too. This. this is good. that too. It's Bergamot Mega Plus. Effectiveness is subject to many scientific publications. I've looked at a series of them. And it's something I, I can get behind. So it's bergamet.com, B-E-R-G-A-M-E-T, bergamet.com, or just go to thislifepodcast.com or .com and click on the Bergamet banner on our website. And uh, do check them out. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to recommend this to patients, too, if good, you don't tell it's that. Well, you know what? We have to get people wait, off. Wait, 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 we, we, have we have to take a break. We have to take a break. We'll take a break and talk about it when we get back. We're back. Okay. Go ahead, Bob. I get promise and you to talk about it. we're presented by Aloe Recovery Centers, Aloe, A-L-O recovery.com and go on there if you need help if you need to find help in your area they'll help you okay you talk you about the drugs I like that oh well uh, you want to hear more about Rob's uh, products what okay. about well, the pot the what about help. the pot drug well but you know it's interesting um, do you have a pot drug no, we we don't. Um, what well, my I, I like um, the the thing pharmaceutical. Yeah. Well, I mean the med- medical marijuana. It's interesting how uh, I think California has a much better system than Colorado. I'm against recreational use of marijuana, and I'll why? tell you why. Because my experience of it uh, when in Amsterdam was if you have, uh, I like that there's a little speed bump to get it in California. And we, yeah, actually in California, the systems work very well. You want to get marijuana, then you have to go, you have a little speed bump, you got to go, uh, you know, to get this, even though I know they sell it outside of that. Yeah. A lot of people, you got to get a marijuana license. You got to go see marijuana. Dar- He's going to ask you questions too, like, but we do you have a major credit card? He's going to ask questions <laughs> like that. Right. See, what we don't like is it's such shitty medicine because we all of our patients get them. You know, okay. drug addicts, and, and, and if they would just practice medicine a little better, I'd be all about it. Okay, I'd be I, all I about think, it. but that's also new. You have to understand, like this is new. Just like if you take a look, ten years in, right, to, this is your pendulum again. This yes, is the pendulum I mean, as I'm getting older, it's like <laughs> if you take a look at at at, at, at what one I tell, day the pendulum doesn't swing back. You I know. tell people like <laughs> I tell people like with social media and freaking out about Twitter and all this stuff. I go, let's take social media is only about fifteen years old. If you want to go to like. Uh, another industry that changed the world, aviation. Go 15 years after that came into play. About 2018, there was still, I mean, sorry, uh, 1918. 
Okay, it started about oh, aviation started yeah. in 1903. By 1918, it's about 15 years in. They were still biplanes. Yeah, yeah. So we're still new, figuring this stuff out. Right, like with medical enough. marijuana, my ideas about this: you have to have. Um, but 15 years in, let's just—I'll be devil's advocate. 15 years into aviation, it didn't destroy 17 different other industries. Automobile did, though. Yeah, the automobile did. Yeah. But plane transportation did not. Right, so, and you're seeing. You can't have a rehab center unless you do social media. You can't sell a product unless you have social media. This has become too powerful too quickly on a certain level. Well, I think it's another thing. Society just is going to have to adjust because it's not going away. So while it has destroyed things, you can say this. I don't don't cry any tears over the long-distance phone company, the cell phones now. People said that about the printing press. Yeah, we People can't. People shouldn't read the Bible on their own. They shouldn't have to be interpreted by the clergy. But about medical marijuana... Here's the key when to When movies can be downloaded in a minute and 27 seconds, you might think differently because I was in an industry that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, music, I, I you cannot make money off it's music. It's great for... But I'm and sorry so, for this, but it's great because now Led Zeppelin has to go back on tour. <laughs> Paul McCartney, I can go see him before they all die. They do have you know, to tour. Thank God. But, you know... You got to see Bob Seger. He's not making any more money. Are you going to go to old Coachella? I'd love to if I can. <laughs> old Cella. But I, 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 that's going to be the slowest car, uh, I mean, uh, car traffic jam in the history of getting be up tooting. there. They're not going to be worried. No, we'll no. get down there. But medical- They're going to go down on Wednesday. You're going to go? Friday's show. Medical no, the marijuana. whole crowd. They're no, just going to they don't yeah. work. They're, stay, gonna, they're, they're already tired. there. They're already there. <laughs> yeah, they're so in the medical marijuana is this. Though. What happens with, with uh, and at least in Europe, in Europe, the transport of drugs is, is um, it's same, same, you know, it can come up, cocaine can come up through Mexico pretty easily, whatever. Yeah. In Europe, you got, the, you know, the heroin can cross over. Yeah. What happens is people say, hey, I can make money, recreational drugs, why I'm against it, recreational use of marijuana. Say, hey, I can make money on marijuana. Great. Hey, that's good. Hard drugs piggyback on soft drugs. That is a fact. In terms of people using them? In terms of sales, people making money off it, mm. and usage of it, too. Mm. So I really think that that, like... Um, That's your reason for wanting to go against it, against well, recreational Well, I'm, I'm against the, 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 the easy use of recreational yeah. drugs. I mean, I think what people want to use it. Pharma? But it's not a pendulum, too. How do you feel about Big Pharma? Well, big Pharma, to me, is, is like... Is, is, that is, uh, they're out of control. They control Congress. Big Pharma pays off not only every federal, uh, you know, every, um, you know, state senator. Uh, it, Local. They, they do. And, and, I mean, not just but, I'm talking but, national but, politics. Every state, every state assemblyman and every state senator gets money from the pharmaceutical industry. That's most, how big it is. Most big pharma is owned by co- companies outside of this country. No, but they're very much here and they're very much so, into So it's international organizations are putting money into our... Absolutely. They just Oof. in 2014, Drew, this is crazy. They just... Eclipsed what they spend on on uh, you know creating on research, drugs on right. research with, with marketing with yeah. marketing and lobbying yeah. they have big lobbying uh, right now they're trying to change the law in um, in Washington there's a bill that just came in last week so that that doctors do not have to say that they were given money from the pharmaceutical industry oh that's ridiculous that'll never go through we, no, now, no, no, now that's going to pass no way you now, now we can't even take a pen in this state you can't even, you can't even let them in your office California is a different world than the rest of the United Maybe. States true. Hey, but the first lady of love wants to know about the supplements as you're talking about Big Pharma but what, else but what I want to okay. know from him because it's such wisdom is Big Pharma or Philip Morris going to own marijuana in the United States because one Morris. or the other Philip is Morris. going to. Philip Morris. It's wow. going to be the new tobacco. Ah, it just depends. Rob thinking for a second. No, it's going to be the big tobacco for sure. Well, it already is. It's already happening. Um, 
It, it, you'll see when when uh, medical marijuana gets up into the. Uh, if it won't be. If it'll it's be a billion dollar. It'll be recreational if, if it's nationwide recreational, within ten years. Yeah, then it's Philip Morris. It's Will a, it be the, Philip Morris or Big Pharma? Why would Big Pharma want to do things that aren't? Because there's medical? money. They do because yeah. a Big Pharma, like uh, for instance, Monsanto is going about to be bought out by Bayer. Big Pharma. It's, it's yeah, just, I know. They have to. What happens in Big cap- Pharma will not go over it and take over. Bayer Aspen's my big, favorite big, company. Big, you're they right. created heroin. You're right. My favorite product. Well, but let me tell you, Big Pharma. They're the only ones that can legally sell. Heroin, and they do. And big they pharma will. does it, and there's a big opiate problem that you know about. Unbelievable! It is, it is unbelievable because what happens is opiates aren't like any other drug. Oh, just but let's not even go there because he and I spent way too much time talking right. about that. That's so, but I just wonder. So, so yeah. you see it the same way I do. It's, it's it so depends. big. Wait, what are your supplements? First thing, okay, okay. Let's hear well, about supplements what you got. we have. There's only four companies that have like the highest grade. We go everywhere in the world to yep. get it. It's BeyondHealth.com. And we go out of our way to get the problem. What's happening with big pharma is like with the regulations is they won't take the vitamin C off the the you know the shelves because people get pissed and they've gotten pissed. What they're doing is they're really really going after and regulating manufacturers, and so that's really been a problem. So like we make vitamin C in China now. We we have very the purest you can get. You have the powders, the purest you can get. But at the same time, uh, we couldn't afford to make it here in America now because of the regulations. It'd be right. too rough. So so. You're into, un, like Mr. Trump, into undoing regulations. Uh, so, yes. I, I'm into do, undoing regulations that don't make sense. Let's keep the regulations that make sense. Well, we never do you decide? Banking... Who decides that? Who decides? That's well, you know question. what? That's a very good question. Well, what happens is if you take a look at the banking deregulation, if you notice, we never had a banking meltdown in the 50s, 60s, or 70s. What's the difference? There was still tons of money in it. Is that you didn't have... Uh, deregulation. So there were there were definitely safety things put in place. For instance, before Reagan changed the savings and loans, but uh, you know, changed. The, remember this one? I think we just broke the bank in 1981. He uh, there was three percent for savings and loan was enough profit for them. It's enough. We can make money on this. Three percent. We're better off. When all, when all of a sudden you let the cat out of the bag, let them make as much as they want, invest in what they want, so they don't have to hold the ten percent of the dollars at the at the bank. Ten percent of what they've what they've loaned out, uh, and you just you basically people, taken people it. People have forgotten about the savings loan crisis. They, yeah, they completely forgot about it. That's just old yeah. news. Yeah, we we got too busy with two thousand eight, but it's the same phenomenon, which is we uh, uh, not. It, but it, in a way, it's you know when, when markets get too free, there's going to be a downside, and then somebody's going to get hurt. That's but but here's the difference between a downside. Where do you allow that? If to you happen? and I, if you and I have a downside, let's yeah. say you and I start buying real estate like crazy yeah. and it collapses. Guess what? You and I are us money. No, but we suffer individually. We we suffer. We suffer. It doesn't, if you go to other. Bank of America right now and you take a look at it, if you if you are an investor and you want to invest in Bank of America stock, they will tell you in their investment portfolio that if it happens again, again they'll be bailed out by the United States of America. We will. Yeah, but the it's the, bank, a, the American plan. But it's called lender of last resort, and to some extent, we're supposed to have that. That's what the Federal Reserve was supposed to be. Yes, but, but it's not supposed to be. What happens is what we. You're libertarian now, Rob. No, we, we you've we gone tend, all the way. We privatize you're, profits, you're, and we 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 Rob, socialize losses. You used to be a Democrat. Now you're a libertarian. Yes, you, I am a libertarian. Yeah, that's what it's. But what happened? What we privatize profits? In other words, they can make the money, but if they lose the money, then the taxpayers have to pay. That's not fair because what it, what happens is you are taking money out of the system, and the, there's not as much money there. So we have to but think you're saving jobs. You're saving Where does jobs it all, how? You're, you're, what do you mean? You're starting, you're to, you're starting to get to something. There was that some I, New York Times today that said that blame the Federal Reserve, or, uh, blame I think the Bush and Federal Reserve for not bailing out Lehman. 
They were saying that was the real problem. They should have bailed them out. They, well, like, at what? that point, it was about to all melt down, and you had to do something. Or was it all? But I mean, they did. But they let in the in the process of making that decision, one went down. Like, oh, okay, well, that was part of the fallout. Now people are saying, oh no, they should have saved all of them. The last come, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not so sure. So. I'm yeah. with. I'm with. You. I, I did think they had to step in because there was a potential for all a right. global meltdown. And there's, you know, the weird thing is, but it's still lender, there now. But that's lender of last yeah, resort. For sure. Same one thing. Same. So, but right why there. does this all exist? And I believe it's capitalism. That, that there's something greedy in the American. American. Psyche. Dude, well, don't blame. Right? Don't blame. Hey, hey, Bob. No. The Chinese were capitalists no, no, no. way before. No, but I'm talking Bob. about about why this is allowed to go on here Bob. is because everyone's going to get rich in their 401ks. Everybody's going to no, get no, rich Bob, by Bob, their home Bob. appreciating no. 10% every year no, forever. No. Let Bob. me explain capitalism to you. Yeah. yeah. In order for one very rich person, it requires them to be a lot and a lot and a lot of poor people. That's just the way it works. Yes. Well, that's that's and that, but the that's poor pure people, capitalism. That's according but the to poor Dust people, but, <laughs> but, but listen, but, in America, the poor people be, are being told they're going to be rich. Yes. that's a difference. But Bob, let me tell you something. I was just in China, and trust me, they got the same stuff going on there. They just don't give a shit. They're just they, they're just going to work their ass off. And what happens? Is, I live in L.A. and California. That's what I care about. Okay. And I'm telling you, most people think because you work a job for twenty or thirty years, you're supposed to be a millionaire. Well, it's no, not going to happen. Say, I would say not, not that they. Think That's why that. Wall Street they're is allowed to do that. whatever the fuck it wants. Let me ask you, what was the American dream in the 1950s? To own a home. Yeah. That's it. And then it became win the lottery in the 80s. Yeah, right. So it, it became a. You have to understand capitalism. We have socialism. We have we have socialism with socialist protect protections in place since the New Deal. Yeah, because people were starving. They were actually, and you have some regulations in place. Like for instance, whenever you get a loaf of bread that says "enriched bread" with seventeen blah 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 and vitamins, and that, what happened was they were making bread because there, it was never before you just baked bread with whatever and you did it at your house. When they started to do the mass industrialization of food, something interesting happened. They were crushing this wheat up to the point that they had no nutrients. So people were eating this bread during the Depression and starving. So the government stopped it and said, you have to put some of this back in. So they put 17 of these minerals and vitamins back in, which is, there's 34. So they basically, it's still half poor. But what you have now, you have um, some regulations like that that make sense. So see, Bob's what you call libertarian communist. (laughs) <laughs> Rob, Rob is, is going to be a libertarian and a communist. We're going to have we're going to have no federal reserve and a twenty dollars minimum wage. Well, and, and everyone makes bread in their own everybody house. Everybody gets everything well, by I, law. By everybody law, everybody gets everything. I'm for I'm for what's common sense. No, I mean first of all, you can't afford. But the reason why the Democrats are becoming uh, are. are Love poor people, in my opinion. They bring them in. They'll have whatever. It's because that's their voting it's block. Their power base. Yeah, that's their power base. Yeah. And it pisses off the Republicans. The Republicans, they're like they 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 care. They want every baby born, you know. And then, it, but then when it's born, they don't give a shit about it. <laughs> and that's the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans. No, you so, want to hear what Clinton says? The dim- difference between the Democrats and Republicans. What's that? Rep- Democrats care a little bit about people, and Republicans don't care at all. I, I, <laughs> I know, but the Democrats say that. That's out of the mouth of yep. Bill Clinton. But but you know that the studies have shown the opposite. They've actually studied well, that, and they've shown the Republicans are more likely to be philanthropic. They're more likely to do community service, and they're less angry generally, which is say, weird. But that's, and they're, that's, more, that's, that's and they're more for shows. individual rights and for individual freedoms. They'll take away your freedoms, the Democrats. As oh, a matter yeah. of fact, the more of the the pushback to this um, uh, the fascist 
kind of thing is not coming from the Republicans, it's coming from the Democrats. Which the pushback. Really, the pushback. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the PI, no, the, the politically correct thing? Or no, the no, the political correct thing. And also, but coming from, it's like, uh, you know, limiting uh, people's uh, choices. Yeah. Is coming from the Democrats. So you didn't yeah. see the, the Saunders thing as a Chomsky kind of people's movement inspired. I, I thing. do, but I don't think he's the he's he's not the the answer. He's still trying he's to a work career within politician. the system. Yeah, yeah, but I like what he has to say. He's definitely the most humane. I think he's yeah. good. I just don't think at the end of the day that that's a system that 1960s system was working because it was, certainly wasn't working. Yeah. And I also wasn't working because the taxation at that time was so crazy high. People don't remember the taxation at the end 90%, of the sixties. Ninety percent. Ninety percent. It was outrageous, and it needed to. To, to it just didn't. Um, You've changed your attitudes a lot lately. You, well, you, you've I've distilled I, them down a different way. So I think I have. You? So you're voting for Johnson. Well, I would I would lean to more more towards Johnson, but I'm very fascinated to see what happens because I do think you have to destroy. Is he going to be in the debates? Because I'm excited if only he is. if he's has a certain you know what there's they have a good system about that. If you don't have a big uh, enough base, you don't have big enough base. Why should you be in the argument? Yeah, people, and it not, could be anybody. Yeah, then We've got the Rob party. We're let's get him in there. there. <laughs> no, but I, I but, do think that you have uh, you have to have the system melt down, and it's about to. When you got Clinton again, believe me, if she gets in. They, it's good. People are going to be so pissed off. They're going to get violent in this country. Jeez. And if you notice, the violence is rising. What but do you think about if Trump gets in? Don't you think it's the same thing? I think that's a possibility. You know what happens is the right for a while underneath Bush, if you notice around 2004, 5, 6, when people are getting pissed, you were thinking about you know liberals getting violent. Yeah. And now it's coming the other way. I mean, the thing about the American population, which staggers me, the, the no belief, is they have no... They they don't care or have no recollection of all about history, recent history. I mean, we're talking literally about, none. Like even last year or the year before. Yeah, they just yeah, it it's just, weird. They don't even remember what what Trump said a month ago. Yeah, it's, it's gone. Some of those things he said should have disqualified him. He should have not been allowed to be in business anymore. And like he now he's just like, eh, well, what did he say? Well, they move on to the next thing. That's how fast our culture is. And that's why like when when they talk about the internet being so free and open and everything, it's not really. It's not because people go on the internet, they just look up the shit they're interested in. They never look about other stuff. What can I learn? They just look at the shit they're interested they, they in. They tend to gravitate things that confirm their beliefs. Exactly. So it doesn't it's open them up. It's true. So that's why I, I do think like you know, I'm an optimist. I do think um, we'll figure our way through this. Huh? Yeah, well, we let will. Me just we'll see get if we're this. anywhere in the see, same page. But, but wait, 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 please. The reason we'll see our way through this, so you were very critical of our system, is because of the brilliance of our system. We will see our it way through It is a brilliant our, system, okay, but it's being manipulated. I understand. It's being but manipulated. That, but it's why we will see our way through, because that system is so damn brilliant. It, it was, it's a three-party. the only opinion I have. It's, it's a three-party <laughs> milk stool. Yeah, I know. The executive, judicial. I get you. And yeah. the legislative, and, and what's right happening now? It's now, spilling over, it's spilling over yeah. to uh, too much in the executive and the led. Yep. And, was Kasich though, the only person that seemed to make sense in the whole in the whole nominating process? God, to he hear seems you say to be that the most adult. Weird. He really yeah. is the only one. I he would was the vote most for. adult. Like you know, he seemed like he was the guy that you could uh, kind of you know. Whew, well, this seems to be like a normal dad. Yeah, yeah, but he could be Secretary of Defense under one of these guys as either of their. You know, their I cabinet. thought it was very interesting that he didn't even show up. I mean, that, that was very ballsy of him, and didn't say much either. Didn't show up and just sort of just. But I thought like around. that was that was tactful. Yep. But you know, as opposed it, to Cruz, here's what really pissed me off was the guy from like. Cruz was unbelievable. Here's a guy like the, no, just the, the guy from Goldman Sachs, one of the the chairman from Goldman Sachs, saying this is a this is this is a he called the take you know Trump becoming it is a. Um, Abomination? No, no. What he called it a, uh, uh, you know, a um, 
the takeover from uh, the public. He was saying it was a um, Andrew Jackson. No, no, no. But he was talking about Trump becoming president was a um, populist populist takeover. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, populist takeover is democracy. Yeah. That's democracy. <laughs> no, You're pissed off that the majority of these people wanted this asshole. Yeah. If they, hey, you don't have it. It's the same thing like the United States. We want free. And the United States foreign policy never changes for Democrats and Republicans. That what could be interesting on this one. Because yeah. Trump gets in, it might change. Yeah. Uh, for the worse or better, I don't even we know. Don't know. Or yeah. he might be, I, you know, saying we should not be isolationists. Before 1940, What's your I, wife think of Trump? Oh, God, she can't stand him. She's Mexican. <laughs> Once you screw up with Mexicans, you never get them back. Never. You don't tip at a Mexican restaurant. You never. You better not go back there again, buddy. But it's so. so That's th- a promotion for Real Rob. If you don't watch the show, wife's coming for you. She's very integral to the show. You will enjoy her, I promise. Yeah. But you have, a, you have like a night before 1940, you have an Netflix. Ice- Isolation. Thank you. You have an isolationist uh, government who said, like, it's not our problem. Let's be away from it. Believe me, they were very far away. Europe seemed very far away to people in 1918, World War I. Yeah. We didn't want to have anything to do with But there's always been a president, even Woodrow Wilson, literally uh, arrested union workers, or union activists. Just went and arrested all of them. So every once in a while, you're going to have, historically, you have a, uh, like what happened under Bush and what's happening under Obama, where they're taking executive powers that, are, that should be with Congress, and they're using them in the executive. It's happened. It's part of the, and as a matter of fact, Nothing that Obama or Bush did was worse than what Woodrow Wilson did. That's a fact. I, I agree you with know. you. Woodrow Wilson was he on paper should have been the best president, and they he he gets a good blush because of the winning yeah. of the war and stuff. But he was terrible. And by the way, had a stroke three quarters of the way through. he was not president that the last year was on drunk. office. That I learned on drunk history. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you got to get. A, you have been on drunk history yet. Why don't you get no, on? No, I would. You want to be on? I'll tell. No, I'll I'm, tell. I'm a. <laughs> I, I consider myself. I'll tell Derek. I'll tell Derek. You want to be on? I, I guess my my wife says you're extremely knowledgeable about a uh, about a lot of things, but with a little of information about all those things. <laughs> but <laughs> I right. try. I mean, but it's we got to. Speaking of which, we got to wrap this thing. Oh, off, but I know it's I was been loving fun. This was good. This is good, and it's and again different. This than, seems like a part one. Okay, this is, part oh, this is a part one. We'll have you back. I think anytime. we should do this again. Yeah, because because this the whole idea of this podcast after the election, we'll do it again. We'll do it after the DNC. <laughs> we can talk about whatever happens there. I, I, I would love to because I, you know, in my heart, I, I feel really attached to the Democratic Party. I do. Me too. Well, you always me you too. always were very democratic, and, and now you're you've changed, and it's interesting to me. And, and you're you're still I could tell you're still thinking, trying to figure out I'm what's still right. Working yeah. it out. but and and I and none of us know. It's a very fluid. Well, time. no, I, I know the last know. campaign I believed in that I worked on very Kennedy. passionately in Berkeley and San Francisco. Who? I had some Who? ability, Jesse Jackson. Oh. I really uh, thought the people's Gary movement. For me. Yeah. I, I thought I a like people's Gary movement could I happen. McGovern. A people's movement. I, I didn't McGovern. expect the people's movement to come w- from Donald Trump. <laughs> No, but, but that's, but that's what it is. That's, that's what it that's is. That's right. When John Stewart the other night said, "This isn't your country," I thought, "No, John, you're wrong. It's the problem. That's how the system works. It is our yeah. country, and whatever emerges is whose country it and is." That's why, like to me, the the when they say the elites, I hate that term because. What it really is is that the why they're so angry at the Washington Post, the New York Times, and why the, all the pundits and the, the because the people are not listening to them. 
because they know their lives are so far removed that's right. from the elites in New York that's and right. out in L.A. that they don't know, you don't know what it's like. And they're willing. And, and you go around and you talk, you go to these cities out in the middle. Every week. Yeah. And I talk to them and I really do get a chance to feel for them. And they say that our lives aren't getting better. It's all Trump. Listen, right? I, I'm raising millennials. And Absolutely. I'm, I'm yeah, raising millennials. I, I, the crazy telling... thing is a lot of the Bernie people are going Trump. That's the, I can't get my head that around that. That doesn't make sense It's to happening. I, that, that's it was bizarre. <laughs> it is a bizarre. I've talked so to what them. About, what, about your, what about your kids? Uh, what's we? I didn't really t- declare to me. Well, Paulina will go. Well, how do they feeling? Like, sure. how do you feel like their their future and what they? How it, are they looking at the world? Is it cynical? It, is it no? It's not cynical, but it is. They they don't have opportunity. They really don't. These are highly trained, highly skilled. These are these are thing. These are them and their peers are being wasted right now. Our yes. economy is not taking advantage of this incredible resource, and we need to rebuild so they do have that. I'm just going to give you some numbers before we leave here. We have like um, the increase in poverty in the United States to we have literally, and this is a staggering statistic, okay? You have 40% of the American population, 40% yeah. at or near the poverty line. Yeah. That has never happened before. We have 16 million children that don't know whether they're going to have a good breakfast tomorrow. Okay, we're going to leave it at that. Shame on, on that us. good news. Shame First Lady on of Love, us. go ahead. Give us some. Give us some uh, we need to plug everybody. Oh yeah! Watch Real Rob on Netflix. Thank you. It's, it's just watch it. the first show that they've ever acquired that they're turning into an original. It's never happened before. It, it's it's worth your time. I Thank promise. You. you need to watch it. Bob. I know. I have this weird television problem. I got to figure out. Netflix loads, and then I can watch a show for like five minutes, oh, and then it just starts spinning. Your again. internet, Rob, come and fix it. For no, me. that's I'll your internet. It. That's your wi- <laughs> dude. That's your wi- internet. Well, Netflix come and fix Nate'll it. Fix you it. need an IT guy. Nate'll you need to have it. somebody under thirty around you at all times, like <laughs> I do. Yeah, I have two. Nate will fix it. And yeah. you can find Rob at Rob Schneider on Twitter, right? Yeah, I, I do Twitter, unfortunately, which I just found it is owned by Saudi a Saudi Arabian prince. Oh, really? The biggest stockholder. Wow. Fantastic. That's yeah. good. I'm glad somebody bought it, so it's still it's still. Yeah, lit. no, I think it serves. So an American the, made three hundred and fifty million dollars. Somebody made some money on that. <laughs> but you know what, Bob? Here's the deal. You never plug Bob what you Rob. do. Hit, Come on, Bob. Bob. Okay, Bob. Rob. Rob. Everybody knows Rob Schneider. You can find Rob Schneider at robschneider.com. You can too, find right? me. There's a lot of he's, stuff on the internet about. He's me. very cool. <laughs> you can Google me. And this is part one. I heard it. He yeah, said it's part one. No, I know. We want you back. We should do this sure. after the DNC because we'll have. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there's He's really got to no do something. But but Bob or does another podcast. Something. He also a lot of people have a lot of questions on drdrew.com that mm-hmm. are like that we can't answer. Like they say, I don't want to be on the podcast. I want you to email me back and give me help, Doctor Drew and and Bob. But yeah. but if you well, want to get a system in place, give me a couple weeks. Yeah, we're if you want to ask Pomona Bob Forrest interns, and we're going to start trying to answer people's questions. Good. Go to website good. Up and get going. Right, yeah, good, and good, and good. you can also Twitter him at askbobforrest.com. Ask and then you have a Facebook page. Facebook also. is where you can see me. Bob Forrest Facebook. There's a, a professional one and some regular one. You know, either one. I got them both in my phone. Okay. If you send a question to my Facebook, I get it. Okay. Beyondhealth.com is the vitamin company. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we, we have a Facebook page, too, at This Life Podcast Thank as you. well. All right. And thislifepodcast.com is where you can find all the episodes. It helps our website traffic, and, you know, we've got all our sponsors there, and it helps Let's us keep alive. Let's see if there's alive. any so, Pokemon in this room. 
<laughs> well, if you go you around the corner, my son showed me. You can find all the Pokemon cards on the wall. So, <laughs> oh, I got to go look at them too. There's ways to determine if they're oh, valuable. Oh, they're or worth not. a billion now. I'll show you something. Oh, for sure. Really? Well, don't tell anybody where I live. So, okay. Um, but you know, thank you so much thank for coming. Always, you're out. Good to see you. Never get to see you again. Now that you're moved out of Pasadena, squeezed a lot in there. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have more time. You know, everything's in short bites on every other show. Right, and in a podcast, you can just really get into stuff. Yeah, it's good. And most of time people just think I'm an idiot so it's nice to be able to actually complete a few sentences before they cut you off well we, we we're not <laughs> having as many ads this time because it was a great show we really appreciate oh, it alright we'll see you next time bye bye excuse me miss I just want to say I was really full of your vibe tell me look good to me like you do every night I know this is the same way But you got me feeling right I know you love me And some trap is your soul I'm from the egg But you know that I know Can't we just chill Let's sit on the couch Talk about love But let's figure this out Cause I've been on some bullshit And you've been on the same thing And we just got our walls up Cause we just trying to maintain And I right there's a damn shame I just want the same thing But I know we can't change it Feel your vibe, baby, your vibe, baby See it in your eyes, baby, your eyes, baby The way you hypnotize, baby, ties, baby Cause I'm really trying to see what's up right now Cause I'm really trying to see what's up Cause I'm really trying to see what's up Cause I'm really trying to see what's up right now Cause I'm really trying to see what's up Say they hate us, I always bring it back like I'm the Raiders. Yeah. That's some base shit. Stay patient. Only heaven could have made this. Yeah. Cause I can feel your vibe, baby. Your vibe, baby. See it in your eyes, baby. Your eyes, baby. The way you hypnotize, baby. Hypnotize, baby. Tell me that you see what's up right now. Tell me that you see what's up. 
Said I'm really trying to see what's up. Said I'm really trying to see what's up right now.